Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. Debo and I met yesterday. Uh, we had a great conversation in my office. Followed it up with him and I lifting weights together, uh, and then and then he went into the gym on his own and got shots up. Um, he is back with the team. He practiced today, and uh, we're excited to have him back. I think he's excited to be back with us. And uh, he had a good practice today. Uh, tweaked his ankle a little bit his first day back, um, as did a couple other guys. We, 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 we went from kind of semi-healthy other than T, Brazil, but with sometimes when you have a physical practice, you get a little banged up. So we got a little bit banged up today, and hopefully uh, by the end of the week we'll get guys healthy. There you go. Some nice news from Coach Musselman from his coach's show last night. Wes Moore, Joe Franklin, glad you're with us. Out of bounds. You know, I, I knew there was that possibility, Joe. We never wrote off Devo uh, for his return this season. We saw it last year and what happened uh, with Devo last year. So I, I always thought, yeah, there's a chance he could come back. I got to admit, I was a little surprised last night that uh, Coach Mossman announced it during the coach's show. It caught me a, a little bit off guard, uh, but I was I was excited to see that tweet. And I am personally, I'm happy Devo is back. Now, when we were hearing a bit about it last week and the possibilities of him coming back and returning this week, it made perfect sense in the fact that Arkansas doesn't have a game during the week. And so then when the game is coming up this weekend, the timing was good on it to get it out there, get some questions answered, and uh, and move forward. You know, yesterday when we had Joe Klein in here and we were talking about uh, the Razorbacks' defense and how bad it's been, and I pulled up the SEC results and started reading off the number of points they've given given up in every SEC game except for the Kentucky game. The defense has been really bad. I mean, it's the worst in the SEC. You look at three-point defense, one of the worst, maybe the worst ever for the University of Arkansas. They gave up 50% against the Missouri Tigers. Then LSU shot lights out. Heck, even Kentucky in the second half, that's one they, why they won the game. They got hot from the three-point line. This team needs defense. The number one thing, when you talk about Devo, Devo Davis, his name starts with D's for a reason, because <laughs> that dude will D you up. I will say and admit, against Ole Miss, he did not play good defense. He played poor defense, and that's why he was yanked from the game, in my opinion. We need the Devo Davis to come back, the old Devo Davis to come back, the guy who's a lockdown defender whose head is in the game and is ready to shut down his whoever he's defending. Devo can bring the energy, but he can't do it alone. So he can bring some energy back to the team and help with the defense, but we know that the defense was struggling with Devo on the court. So it, it probably struggled a little bit more. The team struggled a little bit more with him off the court, and it became more of a focus. But – you know, Devo is only one player, and they have to have much more from the rest of the team. Maybe it's one of those things that with his absence, the team, his teammates realize how much they need him, and when they when he comes back into a game, 
Maybe it'll uh, help rally the team. Let's face it, right now, this team needs something. They need a shot in the arm the way they played after LSU. They they need something to turn around the season. I don't know if this is it and probably grasping at straws, but I, I see this is a good thing. I saw the morning show ran a poll this morning asking fans what they thought about the return of Devo Davis, and about 50% were indifferent, didn't really care. I think that says a lot about where fans are about this basketball season. But 24%, roughly one out of four, didn't. They weren't happy to see him come back. I don't get that. As much as Devo has meant to this team over the last three, four years, Devo, any, you know, he is, and he is a Razorback. He threw it through. I mean, this guy loves being a Razorback, and to me, as a fan, that's what you want. You want your player uh, living and dying to be a Razorback. Now, what things happen off the court, on the court, coaches get mad, players get mad, and things like this happen. But for him to come back, I was surprised that that many people did not want him back. <laughs> well, it probably says more about they, you know, the majority didn't care one way or another whether he's there or not. But fans change game to game, and we've seen it especially for this season. Because the Missouri game, we saw Arkansas play one of the better games they played all season. You know what was out there at the time? They they were blaming Devo, yeah. saying that Devo was you know causing problems some sort of way, and the team played best without him. And then you go into the LSU game, they're missing him in that game, and they don't play well. So you can't have that both ways, where you say he's the reason mm-hmm. that they played well, but then you know he. He's not the reason that they didn't play well against LSU. Yeah, we got a little bit of that during the Guatney Chevrolet Guatney Buick GMC postgame show following the victory over Missouri and people throwing it out there. See what this team is doing without him. Maybe he was the problem. Turn it around a couple days later. Same guys out there. Way different result. And uh, it was more about the opponent. They played against two teams that were completely different, even though they're close in record. And uh, close to the bottom of the standings, LSU was better than Missouri. Yes. And it showed. Well, and I guess Vanderbilt's better than Missouri, too. <laughs> Based on record. Yeah. Well, Vanderbilt just beat Missouri, right? Yeah. That was, was that Saturday that they beat them? Uh, days are starting to run together. Yeah, but. mine, too. Um, so, Missouri, yeah, Missouri is really bad. Um, and Arkansas is bad, too. Uh, they they, they uh, have to figure a way to get this uh, turned around, if there's any way of turning it around. But that's why I, say, I think this is a good thing, and I'm glad to have Devo back and glad to see him in, in uniform Saturday. And hope we see the uh, Devo of past years that's out there, you know, that's just lighting a fire under the team and the fans and give you that uh, home court advantage at Bud Walton Arena. Let's face it, the last couple times they played at Bud Walton Arena, there hasn't been a whole lot of reasons to celebrate. Heck, even the Kentucky game, because it was such a low-scoring, ugly game, it never really exploded. You know, it, it didn't. You didn't get that moment of Bud Walton Arena where the place is just electrifying and raising the hair on your arms because of you know what's going on on the court. So they need some kind of excitement to return Saturday night when they when they host Georgia. Maybe Devo can provide that spark. Devo came back to Arkansas this year for a reason to finish what he started with his college career. So. It's only fitting that he would finish out the season. That was the – maybe when he left, that was the number one thing in my mind. I was like, man, I hate this. For him to come back, I know this isn't the way he wanted it to, to go or to end. And maybe that is why he is returning after 
calmer heads have prevailed and he's thought about you know maybe the way he wants to finish out his career and that wasn't the way to do it now he's back and wants to finish on a higher note he'll be questioned also about the reasoning why did he step away from the team like he was questioned about it before now we don't know if if we're going to get some details mm-hmm. as far as why he decided to step away but he will be asked about it Acre will ask him thursday when he's uh on with the uh with the uh, segment brought to you by guadney chevrolet i know that'll come up i don't know what devo will say but that that's all of a sudden that's kind of uh one of those uh you got to make sure you set your alarm on your phone so you can tune in and listen <laughs> to that i gotta catch this interview find out what devo has to say all right, so uh, Razorback basketball, that was a big talk from Musselman last night during the coaches show. A couple other things that we'll get to in hour number two during our uh, our uh, Razorback report. Also uh, coming up, we're going to talk with Coach Z during the 2 o'clock hour, get his thoughts on the LSU game and how this team can somehow turn things around. Uh, we're going to talk UAPB basketball. Their head coach, Don Thompson, will join us at 3 o'clock today, 3.05. They went down to uh, Prairie View A&M last night and just absolutely wiped the floor with them. They are now 7-2 and two on the season. Just a great story, great comeback uh, for this team, the way she has uh, just rebuilt the team, hit the transfer portal, got some key transfers, and has some good players that she's recruited. And they are second place in the SWAC right now behind Jackson State, who's 9-0, and and Jackson State comes to Pine Bluff Monday. So they have a chance to to cut into that deficit, and they still play Jackson State twice, by the way. So they still have a chance. You know, they they control uh, their path to winning a championship by taking care of business on the court. Yeah, they've gotten into conference play, and they're playing well, but they started off the season playing well, beating Arkansas. And so they they had a lot, you know, riding coming into this season, had some high expectations, and right away they got off to a good start. Yeah, they also beat SMU in the preseason. Had a couple of quality wins in the non-conference, and uh, that's just kind of propelled them for the rest of the way. So uh, she is coming up at 3 o'clock today. I also want to talk Super Bowl. Uh, last night was the uh, uh, the media event, the crazy night. and uh, Opening night. You know how that goes, and it, it was much of the same. There was some craziness, you know, and some wild characters there and people asking silly questions. Uh, We also have Roger Goodell addressing the media. It was kind of a two-part day uh, with the opening night, but it it gave Roger Goodell a chance to uh, talk about some of the important things in the NFL. And then we'll start with Goodell. Um, One of the big topics, because of where the Super Bowl is, is gambling. It wasn't too long ago the stance from the NFL was, this is a bad thing. Integrity of the game. That was the that was the phrase. Can't affect the integrity of the game. Here's Roger Goodell and their stance on gambling now. And it's the number one place for people to come in and gamble. It is the gambling center of the world. And when you think about it, you know, you put out a memo this week reminding the teams of the gambling policies, but how do you make sure to protect the integrity of the game? Well, it's our number one objective. Uh, you know, when we're, this is true gambling and outside of gambling, right? The integrity of our game is critical. And so we spend a lot of time focusing on that, uh, educating, 
uh, making sure that all of our personnel um, are aware of our gambling policies in this case or any other policy that can affect the integrity of our game. So ultimately, that's our primary job. Uh, this week coming in here, we wanted to make sure not just the two teams, but every other club uh, will likely have representatives here. We wanted to make sure they understood it, our league staff and everyone else, so they understood exactly what the policies were. And they all understand the importance of it. We clarified our policy earlier this year, and it was to put the importance for our players that betting on NFL games or inside information or anything that would negatively impact the integrity of our game is absolutely off limits. Integrity of the game, still a big part, right? How many times does he say it then? Three? Three yeah. times in that little clip? Still worried about the integrity of the game? And you got to. I mean, you can't have people suspecting that there's something fishy going on. Heck, we already do that sometimes with the referees and some of the calls, not only in the NFL, but in other sports. You worry about the integrity of the game. And of course, you had the NBA scandal with um, well, McGonaghan too, not too long ago. So that is always in the back of people's minds. You don't want that in the NFL. You want people watching these games not wondering, not worrying about the integrity of the game. Especially because the Super Bowl is in Vegas this year. That was always why certain organizations were stayed away from being in Vegas but we know that over the past few years there are more sports that are going to Vegas so that's why it's a big topic but also it's been put out there in recent years that the NFL is scripted and so whenever some somebody sees something that it looks like it's too good to be true that's what's always thrown out there it's scripted it's scripted it was even said at uh at the Pro Bowl games you know, and this is something that is an all-star type event where you know, the outcome really doesn't matter except for the players get more of a bonus for the winning side. But Peyton Manning's son, he said that they lost the game because it's scripted, because the refs got in the way. Uh, we've all watched the game before, and it's just like, you, you know it's coming. You know this is about to happen. You know this team's going to score late. They're going to get the onside kick, and they're going to kick the field goal. I mean, there have been times I'm like, they're going to blow this. This I can t- I can tell what's about to happen. It doesn't mean it's scripted. It's called momentum. That's called uh, just it's called sports. Things like that happen in sports. It happens in a middle school game. It happens in some soccer game. Things like that happen just because it's on TV in the NFL. People then all of a sudden want to throw out the conspiracy. Oh, it's scripted. Well, the the players and the teams are so good at this point. If an offense gets the ball back with less than a minute and they have limited timeouts, you don't count that game as being over because we've seen teams in recent years that have moved down the field, scored, and won the game at the end when they don't have the ideal setup. So that it's a credit to the teams and the schemes that they're running and the players overall being better. We'll hear more from Roger Goodell later on in the show. Now I want to focus on the big event last night.
That's a heck of a way to get things started right there. Oh, yeah. And Bruce you, Buffer. You could tell the uh, 49ers had a lot of fans there. They did. They had a short trip to get to Vegas. <laughs> a lot easier to get to Vegas from San Francisco than it is from Kansas City. And, heck, you could go just for the, uh, the, the fan event last night and get back home to San Francisco if you wanted to just to support your 49ers. And you could tell when uh, the Chiefs were out there, the 49ers were there too. Their fans were there too. And uh, it's, it's been asshole. <laughs> Y'all are firing me up. It's making me want to play right now, baby. <laughs> Woo! I love the booze, man. I love the cheers, baby. Keep them coming, Niners gang. Keep them coming. That's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> he is a guy that would thrive on that kind of stuff. You could just tell the way he plays the game, the way he talks. He's a guy that loves that. Yes, boo him. Boo him and get him going. Chiefs fans want to hear that. That's great for Chiefs and the fans right there. Oh, yeah. And uh, Travis Kelsey, even going back to the AFC Championship game, you can see that when they took the lead early and they jumped on the Ravens, how he really got going. He is somebody that he, he loves it. He loves every part of it. They got on uh, Kelsey. They got on Mahomes. Playing a great 49ers team, but we're going to go out there and play our best football and see what happens. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh! <laughs> Niners! Niners fans, he's calling you out! Kelsey is um, inspired right now. You know, he's, he's won a lot, and he's done a lot of great things, but to me, he's a guy who remembers the losses. And the losses are what push him in the off season. During the season, he wants to finish out on top, and that's one of the things he said about this Super Bowl and what he has remembered about some of the other Super Bowls. I've been on a mission ever since I won my first Super Bowl. Uh, we we made it back to to the Super Bowl the year after 2019. Obviously, lost to the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, that's motivated me to get back to this point right here. So um, you'll hear me say this a lot, but I want this one more than I've ever wanted a, a Super Bowl in my life. And it's because of uh, the type of team we have, the people that we have in this thing, but also because that tier of uh, teams that have done it twice have uh, gone down in history as uh, some of the greats. You know, I, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but it's easy to, to listen to these. Like Kelsey, it's easy to root for that guy. Uh, just the competitor that he is. How much you see, how much it means to him to win, but maybe more, you see how much it hurts him to lose, and I can respect the heck out of that. Of course, what he does on the field, I love watching him play and, and have all the, the respect in the world for him. The performance he had in the first half of the AFC Championship game was absolutely incredible. The catches that he made, the catches on key downs, third down, fourth down, even the touchdown catch, he came up huge for the Chiefs. Man, I, I respect the heck out of that, and I like him. I, It's hard for me to root for the Chiefs, but I can respect the Chiefs. <laughs> They're trying to accomplish something that hasn't been done in 20 years now. They're trying to be back-to-back champs. Last time that was done, the Patriots did it. So they want to win every year, but that has a little more ins- inspiration, motivation in trying to be that team to win back-to-back championships, and it hasn't been done in 20 years. You know what? I just realized I haven't... Uh not that I'm like, you know, addicted and I have to go to my Bet Saracen app every single day to check on things, but I, I just realized I hadn't been on it today to see if there's been any change because yesterday we had some change in the line. Right now, prop bets are going to be big too. We know that they're big every year. Man, is this right? Did I click on the right thing? Two and a half. 
It went down to one and a half at a point yesterday. It's back up to San Francisco, favored by two and a half. 49ers fans are feeling good. They're getting on there. Joe, this line's been moving a lot. It has been. And this is where it started. This is where it began mm-hmm. when the line was first put out. But, um, yeah, it's been going back and forth quite a bit. It just goes in waves. Fans will jump on one way one day. And uh, so it, it just says that there's a lot of money going in. No, that's exactly what it says with it being the Super Bowl, the most bet on event. You're going to to see some movement uh, back and forth yesterday, though. I mean, when it was down to a point and a half or one and a half, I, I, I was thinking, could we see a, a pick em? Could this go, keep going down all the way to a pick em or some? I, I mean, I did. That's the way it was trending. And now it's going the other way. But that's what Vegas likes. They they like to find that number where the even amount of bets are going. And uh, something happened yesterday that made them turn it, you know, move down a, a total point. And obviously then the, all that money started coming back in on the 49ers, so they had to move it back up. Sometimes they'll do that just to tempt the Chiefs betters out there, try to get some of that money coming in uh, on the other side just to try to even it out. Uh, maybe that's what happened yesterday, but then uh, quickly they had to go back to the 49ers plus one and a half, two and a half, uh, or Chiefs plus two and a half. 49ers are two and a half point favorites. So maybe that's where it's going to settle, somewhere around that two and a half line. Well, we talked about the 49ers fans making the trip to Vegas, and while they're there, then they could have influenced that number also. Oh, that's a good point. 47 and a half. Has that moved much? No, that's it's been about 47 and a half the entire time. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, when you get to these big games, Super Bowl, championship games, your your common better who's betting for the first time or for the you know one of the few times that season when they bet the over under, they uh, typically bet the over, and it you can get that line to go on up, go on up, and some of the sharp players out there will play the under because they know that line uh, is probably inflated a little bit by the average better or the common better that's coming in and just betting for this one game that's i like the under in this game i even like it at 47 and a half i think with these two great defenses it's going to be a low scoring super bowl uh, i can see it you know maybe only one team gets in the 20s like a 21 17 type game so that gives you still at 38 points another nine points to play with that that gives you confidence as a as a gambler that even if you're wrong a little bit you got nine and a half points to play with I would love to see that line keep on going up. So hopefully some of those uh, some of those betters that just like to root for the points to be scored push that bet up a little bit higher. On the other hand, like we don't go into these games thinking that there could be a blowout, but there could be. Yeah. And uh, just like the Bucks and Chiefs, that Super Bowl, the Bucks, they controlled it. It was a blowout. And still, I believe it hit the under on that one yeah. just because the Chiefs didn't score much. Yeah. No, at 47 and a half, you could have a team win 31 to 10 and still cover. There you go. All right, we're going to uh, switch gears. I just got a text message from the head coach of the Little Rock Trojans, Daryl Walker. He is going to join us. They have a doubleheader tonight at the Jack Stevens Center. The women play at 5. The men will follow that, hosting University of Tennessee Martin. And tell you what, both teams are playing well, men and women. Fun to watch. I've seen a couple of the uh, men's games this year. K.K. Robinson, he can go. And he's found a home with the Little Rock Trojans. He's doing really well. We'll catch up with Coach Walker next. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. Spring, is that you? 
Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas baseball is in the middle of scrimmage season. Yesterday, Team White beat Team Cardinal 10-7. Some of the standout batters were Peyton Holt, who was 2-for-2 with four RBIs, and Sacramento State transfer Wahiwa Aloy, who was 2-for-3 with three RBIs. Arkansas baseball's opening day was February 16th when they host James Madison for a four-game series. In Arkansas basketball news, Devo Davis will be returning to the team. Devo and I met yesterday. Uh, We had a great conversation in my office, followed it up with him and I lifting weights together. Uh, and then and then he went into the gym on his own and got shots up. Um, he is back with the team. He practiced today. And uh, we're excited to have him back. I think he's excited to be back with us. That came from Eric Musselman Live, which airs on the Buzz each Monday at 7. Arkansas's next game will be on Saturday when they host Georgia. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse presents Match Game on Morning Mayhem. Listen for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. Brought to you by Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters for over 30 years. Call 501-568-0040 today or click online at arkansastruck.com. Greenway proudly supports the DIYer in you. Whether you're a mover... A shaker, a groundbreaker, a risk taker, a challenge embracer, or a landscape visionary. Whatever the task, we've got a John Deere tractor that can help move your project forward. You've got work to do, so let's get started. Reserve yours today in store or at GoGreenway.com. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and DJ discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming presented by Barton's Home Outlet. Kitchens, baths, floors, and more. 100% employee owned. 
patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics Medical Director Dr. Aaron Wolkoff explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Exciting news. RowdyHogPickleball.com has partnered with Pickleball Superstore, offering thousands of items at your fingertips. Click your way to Pickleball Paradise at RowdyHogPickleball.com and enjoy 10% off plus free shipping on orders over $50. Elevate your game with top-notch gear delivered hassle-free. Visit them online today at RowdyHogPickleball.com. Some restrictions apply. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Out of bounds, Westmore, Joe Franklin. You don't have plans tonight, or heck, if you have plans, cancel them. We've got some good stuff going on at the Jack Stevens Center tonight. Trojans, men and women, doubleheader. Women get started at five, then the women, the uh, men will hit the court soon after. Tennessee Martin in town. Let's talk about the game with the Trojans head coach Daryl Walker. He joins us now. Coach, welcome into the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Man, I'm fantastic. I'm ready for a little basketball tonight. How's the team? How's yep. the squad looking? The team's looking good. Playing, playing pretty good at the right time late in the season, which which is good for us. And I've uh, been really guarding people defensively, so we can keep that going. Y'all healthy? Pretty much we're healthy. Knock on wood. We're healthy. Coach, what's been the key to uh, the last five games, four of the last five games getting wins? It's definitely been our defense. I just think we've been really good defensively at holding teams at 37% field goal percentage while we shoot in the, in the, in the high 50s. and Just just really playing together defensively. These guys are on the screen 
these last five games. And we should have been five and over. We're not. That's water under the bridge. But at the end of the day, we keep defending like this. We're a dangerous team. Yeah, there was a stretch there where um, I remember seeing some of the interviews with you after a game. It was like 20 minutes of good defense and then holding on and doing whatever, you you know, to to get a win. Uh, it seemed like on the road trip it was um, maybe one game was a complete 40 minutes of defense. The other one, close to it. So uh, you're almost there? Yeah, the first the first game we lost against SIU Evansville, you know, we, we should have won the game, but we didn't. You got to understand, we, we shot two free throws. They shot 17 free throws. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't argue about that, but what a game was lost. Now, we lose 68 to 66. Out of 68 points, we had 21 turnovers. They got 17 points mm. off our 21 turnovers. So if you turn the ball over 10 times, you win that game. And I told my guys that. I said, you still had a chance to win the game. I mean, we're a pretty good basketball team, so let's, let's go to Eastern Illinois and get a win. That's what we did. Now we're back home. we got to protect home. What can you tell us about Tennessee Martin, the team that you're going to be playing against tonight? Well, they're pretty good in, in third place. We lost a tough game down there with them. Uh, they're, they're led by Jordan Sears, who's averaging about 22 points a game in the last five games. He's really been good. Jacob, Jacob Cruz scored 35 points against us the last time we played them. So they're, they're a solid basketball team. Hmm. Has Jalen Crocker Johnson just already been named the OVC Freshman of the Year? Because I think he's won the Freshman of the Week six times, so he might as well give it to him. Well, he's going to have a chance to be freshman, freshman and newcomer of the year because he's really a good basketball player. He's getting better and better. And the thing that worked out for Jalen was that uh, Ante got hurt and Mikael was an eligible at the time, so he had to start. And we started him as a freshman, and people don't know that. We started him as a, as a freshman. Uh, we lived with some of his ups and downs. And, and now he turned into a very, very good basketball player. You you recruited him for a reason. Obviously, you thought he was good. Has he surpassed your expectations as a freshman? Yeah, I think I, no doubt. I thought he would play some minutes for us. But what he what he has done at these games that we have played uh, non conference and not a conference, he's been he's been steady. He's been calm. Uh, he's figured some things out. He's just he's just a good basketball player. And, and, and the good thing about him, he, he's a coachable kid. Uh, no issues with him on and off the court. Man, we're lucky to have him. You mentioned Mikel. How was it um, getting him through this time where he was working through some things, getting him eligible and then getting him on the court and kind of getting him up to game speed? Yeah, well, it, it took a while. People don't understand that. Everybody got excited. That, oh, wow, you guys got KK and you got Mikel. But you guys got to understand something. Uh, KK's a freshman to me. And I say that because he never played at Arkansas. He never played at A&M. He never played. So uh, uh, he, he's a freshman to me, and I'm living with some things with him trying to figure out how to be a consistent player, which he's he's done overall mostly postseason, but he's still trying to figure some things out. So, and then Mikael, uh, you know, back and forth with the NCAA, finally got that taken care of. Then he dislocated his shoulder. But I tell you, he's been great off the bench along with Bradley Douglas. Those guys are. Uh, I could start both of them if I wanted to, but you know, that their role right now is to come off the bench and win games for us, and that's what they've done. We're talking with Trojans head coach Daryl Walker. Coach, uh, how about Jameer Chaplin leading you guys in scoring? He's right there with KK, but he he just seems to be someone you can depend on night in, night out. Yeah, he's he's, he's a lot better than what we thought he was going to be. We knew he had some talent, but we didn't know he had the talent that he had. Uh, and that was a blessing for us to get him out of the portal. Uh, good teammate, uh, no no trouble with this kid off the court, on the court, coachable guy. Comes to work in the gym all the time, so that's why he shoots a high percentage. How do you feel about the size that you're working with uh, some of the, your players there? Um, got a you know, pretty nice-sized team. Yeah, we were too small last year, too small and too young. And 
it's funny because we were still in a lot of games last year, all the way down to the wire. But I like our length. I like our length. Uh, the length reminds me of the team I had my second year when we won the Sun Belt Conference. We have some length. We have a lot of uh, athletic guys on this basketball team, some skilled guys on this team. It's a good mixture. I like this group. Yeah, and you got we haven't mentioned Danny Gordon. I mean, this guy was kind of your your bell cow last year, and this year, he, I don't want to say he's taking a back seat, but you, you don't need him to score as much as you had to have him score last year. Yeah, we had to have him score a lot last year. Now we got so many other guys that can score scoring this basketball team. But when DA, most of the time when DA gets a double figures, we usually we usually beat teams pretty pretty handily, and he gets 10, 12, 15 points. So. He's been steady. He's been around me for three years. He knows what I want offensively and defensively. He's growing up a little bit by showing some leadership on the court, which is good for us. And this is a group, good group of guys, and people need to come out and watch these guys. Yeah. Coach, what's your rotation like? How, how many players uh, can we see on average night? Yeah, it's, been about, it's been about eight. I know Bradley and uh, and Mikhail come in right away, and sometimes I'll come in with Cougar and uh, – Creed Williamson hasn't played as much as lately as he did earlier in the year. He is a good basketball player. I need to find him, put him in that rotation, but it's pretty tough when you got Anthony Gordon and you got Jalen Crock and you got uh, Mikhail. Those are three bigs, and they're playing the bulk of the minutes right now. You mentioned uh, Bradley Douglas earlier. I like watching. He's kind of old school, isn't he? The way he moves and plays, uh, kind of under control at times. Well, he, he has a, uh, I call it he has an old man game. Uh, at the gym, at the 45 and over uh, rec league. So that's that's how he plays. You can't speed him up. Uh, he's been great for us off the bench. It's great when you can go to the bench and bring some guys off the bench that basically are starters and come in and get those bench points. That's big for us. Coaches, it's good that uh, you have some players that know the area and they're local to the area, but recruiting-wise, you're able to hit it hard going across the country what, what's the key to across the world? Yeah, yeah, that too. And uh, so, what's the key to getting some of these guys to know about Little Rock basketball and get them in here? Well, I've, I've been around basketball since all my life at the highest level, and now in college, so I know people everywhere. Uh, Coach Baker done it for thirty-two years at a high level at Kansas State and Colorado, and so we got a, we got a, we got a really good staff. Bacon are the older guys. You have Preston Laird and 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 uh, Julius Hodge, who played in the NBA and played in North Carolina State. So. All forwards, we know people all over the country and all over the world, and, and that's where our antennas are everywhere, so we're able to uh, to go out and get people. The OVC standings are all kind of lumped up there at the top. There are a bunch of teams right there within yep. a, a game. What do you? What's the key down the stretch uh, for any team, your team, to win this conference? Stay healthy one game at a time. Hmm. One game at a time. And that's what we're, that, that 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 four out of five game stretch we had made a, a commitment to each other. After one game we lost, uh, I think it was the Martin game to say, "Hey man, we're going to take one game at a time and run off as many as we can run off." And that's what we, that's what we've done. Coach, thank you. We appreciate your time on game day to okay. jump on here. I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks, Coach Daryl Walker joining us. Got the Trojans tonight. Head on out to the Jack Stevens Center. Women begin at five. Men, 7.15, 7 o'clock, somewhere in there, just depending on how long that women's game goes. Let's get a big crowd there for them. And they got a, uh, I heard uh, Basil talking about it this morning. You say buzz. $2,000 are giving away at the game? Yeah, yeah. Some kind of promotion like that? Also, the buzz. You say the buzz, you get tickets at a discount. There you go. Good night at the Jack. Hope I see you out there. When we come back, 
Super Bowl? You want to get back into some NFL talk? Yeah, there's a lot out there. Yeah, because we got Coach Z coming up in hour number two, so we can get some Razorback talk during that hour with him. I'm not done with the Razorbacks. I mean, heck, I got the Guadney Chevrolet, Guadney Buick GMC postgame show, but we can talk Super Bowl next. Coach Z wants to talk Super Bowl also. Stick around. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This is Out of Bounds. Political strategist and host of the Sunday Buzz, Bill Vickery, gets in the mix with the guys on Morning Mayhem, brought to you by Sauce Bar and Oven. Online at SauceLR.com and by the Butcher Shop Steakhouse, home of the best steak and prime rib in all of Little Rock. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The 2024 Summer Olympics will be hosted by the sparkling city of Paris. The French are pulling out all the stops including an audacious plan to use the Seine River for opening ceremonies and events like long-distance swimming, despite the fact that for decades the river has teemed with garbage and rancid toilet water. They are counting on the government's 1.4 billion euro project to make the river swimmable for the first time in nearly 100 years. Let the games begin. Just don't drink the water. Double B's is where you can drink the water and get a great deal in the process. Core hydration water is only $2 for 30 ounces, or a 23-ounce core hydration vibrance immunity or calm water also for just $2. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Four score and seven years ago. I don't know how long ago that was, but I'm pretty sure that's when we got our sofa. And those recliners. If you're sitting on furniture from a fireside chat with FDR, get presidential savings at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings. East Wing, West Wing, even your Oval Office. 30% off store-wide and up to 50% off on select items. Extended hours on President's Day. Save even more Franklin's with Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy. Hey, Danny, what does every woman want for Valentine's Day? Diamonds from Robert Irwin Jewelers, candy, and roses. What does every guy want? You know what we want. <laughs> but first, you got to get all three at Robert Irwin Jewelers. All three at Robert Irwin Jewelers? Spend $99 or more, and you're going to get free roses and free chocolates while supplies last. The romance is up to you. <laughs> oh, Howie. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers, five locations, or online at rijewelers.com. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. 
Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramps corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramps software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Fantastic news! Due to weather conditions, the New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Take advantage of 3.99% interest on 22, 23, or 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Once again, the Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union New Year's Auto Loan Special has been extended through Valentine's Day. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Bubba Carpenter joins Justin Acri and DJ Williams in the zone every week this baseball season. Presented by Johnson's Home Center in Benton. Johnson's Home Center. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house. With the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. If you need a new set of tires, Big O Tires is ready to work for you. And they realize you may have to wait till payday or that income tax return comes in. Well, at Big O Tires, you don't have to. They have financing options available right now. And they realize, hey, your credit may not be spotless. They're ready to work with you on that, too. Great selection of tires at Big O Tires. All the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. And you can see their monthly deals on their website, BigOtires.com slash deals. Always a great deal at Big O Tires. And remember, they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. Oil changes, brakes. They do a lot of things. They just can't fit it all on their name. That would be a big sign right there. Big O Tires, Cabot and Conway. And Conway, it's on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Westmore and Joe Franklin with you on Out of Bounds. NFL last night was the media night, so we got a lot of sound from the players. The big event in Vegas. We heard from Roger Goodell discussing gambling over on the Southern Solutions text line. Someone said from the 501 what Roger Goodell meant, really meant to say about gambling. It's, quote, all about the Benjamins, baby. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah, definitely. Everything comes down to money in the end. And uh, especially... Even talking about NFL ratings and as much money as the NFL makes, everything is about money. Well, one of the things about ratings, they've been huge this year. I mean, they've been set, setting records for uh, the divisional game that was on CBS primetime, huge ratings. I mean, they've been getting 50 million plus watching during the playoffs. They did it again during the AFC and NFC championship game. Roger Goodell on the ratings. Let's talk about ratings right now you know both championship games over 50 million viewers what do you attribute that those record-breaking numbers to and in all honesty how much is it the taylor swift effect (laughs) 
Um, I would tell you it's because of the great competition. Um, listen, the competition has been off the charts this year. Um, we've had 70 games that I think 70% of our games have been within one score in the fourth quarter. Um, the, the young stars, the older stars, the, the amazing performances by teams, you see all that. That's what fans ultimately love. Having the Taylor Swift effect is also a positive. Listen, they, they're both Travis and Taylor are wonderful young people. They seem very happy. She knows great entertainment, and I think that's why she loves NFL football. But I think it's great to have um, have her a part of it. Uh, obviously, it, it creates a buzz. It creates uh, a, another group of young fans, particularly young women, that um, are interested in seeing why is she going to this game? Why is she interested in this game? Besides Travis, she is a football fan. And I think that's great for us. What do you say to those who think it's all scripted by the NFL? <laughs> I don't think I'm that good a scripter um, or anybody on our staff. I, I, I think it's, you know, I listen, there is no way that I could have scripted that one. Let's just put it that way. But she is, um, or anybody in our office, she's, she's in a remarkable performer. She knows great entertainment. I had the opportunity to go to two of her concerts with our girls and my wife. Um, I, she, she's the best of the best. And, and so having her come to NFL games, have her a part of that is nothing but a positive. Who knew Roger Goodell was a Swifty? Well, when you have kids, it's hard not to be. If if the kids are into it, then you want to please the kids and take them to the concerts. You know, parents are looking for a way to connect with their kids, right? Oh, yeah. Always. Sunday during the Grammys. Taylor Swift won an award. I texted my daughter. She's out at school. And I said, are you watching? You watching the Grammys? Taylor Swift just won. And she's like, no, I'm in uh, some study. You know, they had some kind of school, thankfully. She's doing schoolwork. And she's like, what'd she win? I told her what she won. And then later on, during her acceptance speech, is when she announced that she was releasing her new album on the April 19th. So I texted her that. She's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> you kept her up on I everything. Did. And then she won, at the end, the album of the year. And I was like, I texted her on that event. So we connected through Taylor Swift. And now other dads are connecting through Taylor Swift through football. And their daughters are watching. I mean, what else do you want? Your daughter watching a football game with you? So what if it's Taylor Swift that's causing it? You get the end result. You watching the game with your daughter. Yeah, that, that's a good connection. Brock, Brock Purdy, lots been made about him. Some people say he's overrated. Others say, hey, leave him alone. I mean, just because he's on a, surrounded by great talent doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. He's still having to throw the passes and do a job. So there's been a lot of talk about Brock Purdy. He was asked about being the last quarterback selected in the draft. There were eight quarterbacks that got drafted before you. Can you name them and which they do no, no, I'm not, yeah, honestly, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, I know a couple of the guys that got drafted before me, but I've never held a grudge for it or anything. I'm a believer that, you know, God has a plan for everybody, and, and I fell last for a reason. And so um, I've, I haven't held any grudges against other teams. It, it all happened how it needed to, and I'm blessed to be part, part of the 49ers. What he should have said is, I, I can't keep up with how many quarterbacks were drafted ahead of me because there were so many drafted ahead of me. Yeah, he's happy to be in the situation that he's in, though. And, you know, what does that really matter in the end when they are playing for the Super Bowl? So because of him being the last quarterback drafted and circumstances that have happened since he's been with the Niners, he's their starting quarterback, and they're playing in the Super Bowl. 
There was a quarterback one time that was asked that same question. I can't remember who it was. Tom Brady? Was it Brady and he rattled off the, yeah. the, the names of the quarterbacks and the teams that drafted that quarterback? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why you get the Brock Purdy-Tom Brady comparisons at times. Tom Brady was actually drafted um, a round earlier. He was in the sixth round, Brock Purdy in the seventh round. But Brock Purdy, there seems to be a lot more attention to where he was drafted because he was the very last player picked in the draft. Well, there weren't that many quarterbacks selected ahead of Brock Purdy. Eight. Eight. Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. Joe, would you trade uh, Brock Purdy for Kenny Pickett straight up? Nah. Joe! Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. If you put, you, you have to think about the situation. Look at the talent. That's yes. Some, okay, think about the situation. So, No, I'm it, talking about the talent of the quarterback. No, we're talking about if Kyle Shanahan is calling plays... I'll give you that. Then that changes everything. That changes a lot of things. I've seen Kenny Pickett make some just mind-blowing decisions and some really poor throws. He doesn't turn the ball over, though. Desmond Ritter... I'm, I'm, I don't know. Desmond Ritter, Falcons, third round. Malik Willis, Titans, third round. Matt Corral, Panthers, third round. Okay, but put put Brock Purdy on those teams. That's what you have to think about. Put Brock Purdy in those situations. Put him on the Titans. Titans are in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Uh, Panthers are just pathetic offensively. Uh, no weapons whatsoever. I'm, I'm not, you know, I feel bad for Bryce Young right now. Falcons, they have talent. They have. To, they would have won the NFC South with Brock Purdy as their quarterback. With the running back tied in, the, the, no, they 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 have enough, and their defense isn't bad. They would have won the NFC South with Brock Purdy. As they their definitely could have been better. Bailey Zappi with the Patriots in the fourth round. Sam Howell, the Commanders, the fifth round. Chris Oladukin. Not not sure that um, Brock Purdy is better than Sam Howell. Now he may make better decisions, but. Not sure that he's better than Sam Howell. Sam Howell led the NFL in interceptions. He also was close to the top in yards. Partly because they couldn't run the ball and they threw it every down. Skylar Thompson with the Dolphins and then Brock Purdy. Those are the eight quarterbacks taken in that 2022 draft. Who were the last couple again? Uh, some dude from the Steelers I've never heard of. Yeah, he didn't. Even, he, didn't he didn't make the roster. Skylar Thompson with the Dolphins. Skylar Thompson. He's played. Uh, he had to play in the playoffs last year. Last year, year. Yeah. yes. Um, we can't take that phone call right now. We're too close to the end of the break. So, um, coming up in the second hour, we'll take some phone calls then. Coach Z's coming up at the top of the hour, uh, along with the Razorback report. Then we will uh, be free. So, the second half, you want to uh, jump in here and talk uh, a little bit about Brock Purdy, our quarterback conversation, the NFL, Razorbacks, whatever. We'll be open uh, for the some phone calls in the uh, second half of the second hour. There's the music. It's right around the corner. I'll take Brock Purdy over Kenny Pickett Overall, any day of the year. Well, let's not make it about Kenny Pickett. What about all the other Desmond quarterbacks? Desmond Ritter, no doubt. So you Malik take him Willis, over, no doubt, over all the quarterbacks. Every single that are quarterback in there. in there, yes. I think Brock Purdy's a top twelve quarterback in the NFL right now. He is because of Kyle Shanahan. You can't hold that against him. I'm not holding anything against him, but you have to think about he's good, no doubt. But he has a lot that's a lot going of in his favor. I'm not disagreeing with that. And if you put another quarterback in that situation, they 
Bacon 62. They could have some good results, too, yes. But you put him on the Titans, that's a good team. Yeah. You put him on the Falcons, they're in the playoffs. I'm not saying they're a good team. They're a playoff team in the NFC South. We can continue this discussion. Hour two's next. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Guys, it's a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more.